the Pro Wrestling Bowl. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you, because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three, and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't have to. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the number is 82 Designs. 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82 Designs, at F-O-U-R, 82 Designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, Go to four82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's a light years better than our first one. Also, we survived the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. All right, everybody. It's the Combat Cast. Welcome aboard. We're going to have fun today. We're going to talk a little bit about UFC 278. Then we're going to a little MMA Jeopardy. First off, Chevroni. I'm excited to do MMA Jeopardy again before we do anything. But why don't we tell people what's coming up next week? September 3rd. Third, we're going to be previewing UFC Fight Night Gone versus Tuivasa. That's a 3 p.m. card, so we're looking forward to that. Then September 10th, UFC 279. That's Hazmat versus Nate Diaz. Then September 17th, UFC Fight Night Sandhagen versus Yadong. Yeah, thank God Ferguson and the Leech got added to that card too. Yeah, Diaz and Jemayev. Yeah, it was a pretty soft card before that. Still not the best card. They're, they're really counting on Nate and Hazmat to carry that one. I'm sure they will, but as for like hardcore fans that want like, you know, more fights, it's like, uh, all right. And especially we know what's, I mean, we never know, obviously, especially after this past weekend, but I mean, we got pretty Nate's good like plus 2200 or some shit like that, though. Uh, Right now, I'm sure that line will change by the time it's fight night because a million people are going to bet on Nate Diaz because he has dumb fans, but Mm -hmm. we'll see, I guess. Nothing's outside the realm of possibility. Absolutely not. Before we get into talking about UFC 278 main card, anything on the prelims you want to talk about? No, there's a, you know... draw and a lot of decisions was not the best prelim card unfortunately but you know the main card made up for it no the only thing i saw was there were a couple of flyweight fights in the very beginning and they actually had finishes it was like yeah you know so interesting but we'll see i think victor adamarino uh, was a guy he was like the first fight on the card he got stunned a few times i don't know if you saw this fight but he got stunned a few times and then he came back and got the finish but yeah let's go right into the main card tyson pedro 
quick finish. Yeah, he landed that great body kick on Hunsucker and then followed up with punches and, and KO'd him. Tyson looked like he deserved to be that minus 715 or whatever he was favorite for the fight. Hunsucker mm-hmm. had no answers for him. Tyson was bigger, which I don't understand how because Hunsucker used to fight at heavyweight, but he was bigger, he was faster, stronger just definitely the better athlete he's looked great in his last two fights since his long injury layoff so i'm looking forward to seeing him fight someone a little closer to his caliber for sure now now that he's got those kinks worked out and worked off some of that ring rust so i'm very excited about who he could be going up against next Absolutely. Women's Bantamweight, Lucille Petalova defeated Wulan, TKO, Elbows, uh, I believe it was round two. Yeah, this fight had no business being on this card. The main card, I don't understand why it was. I was under the impression that Marcin Tibera and Alexander Romanov was going to be on the main card, but that was a featured prelim bout. I wish that that had been on the main card because it was a, a better fight. These two girls were both like one loss away from being cut and showed during the fight it was a boring fight hopefully the ufc can do better next time um i'm embarrassed for them yeah not sure why they were on there but at least there was a finish then we went to marab let's see if i get this right today the valis really yeah Marab. that's yeah. right defeated jose aldo unanimous decision not a very fan friendly fight but Marab looked good. He did what Marab does. I thought Aldo looked all right in the first round, was able to stop the takedown initially. But I felt like almost like Aldo just didn't have the patience to really, you know, I don't know. He just was not able to constantly stop, you know, the pressure Marab was putting on. And that was the big difference maker. So, yeah, your opinions on this fight. And also, when Marab clearly said he doesn't want to face Aljamain Sterling, any thoughts what might be next for him? Yeah, the fight was about as I thought it would go, except for the fact that I thought that Jose would present a little bit more offense for sure. I understand, you know, not wanting to get taken down for sure. And I think that Marab did a great job of showcasing his striking and then mixing in the takedowns. And that may have thrown Jose off a little bit. But Jose, all he did in that fight was try to defend takedowns. He didn't get any offense off. And obviously, you can't win a fight like that. So a little bit disappointed for sure. I mean, Marab did everything he needed to do to win. So props to him. I read somewhere that Aldo was telling Marab that he was done when he was on the canvas there but he didn't leave his gloves or anything like that i really hope that's not how he goes out as far as marab and aljo clearly they're not gonna fight so i know there have been some talks about aljo maybe possibly going up to featherweight and that that's something i'd be interested i think he presents a problem with this wrestling for a lot of guys up there if not i don't know what you do because marab's just gonna become the gatekeeper i guess i'm not sure yeah it's interesting yeah aljo has this Almost like, uh, you know, his enforcement there. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Interesting. This fight, Paulo Costa, Luke Rockhold. I said it last week. I thought Rockhold was going to get destroyed, but I felt bad and I really wanted him to win. I wanted to believe he'd be an interesting matchup for a style bender like we talked about, but he did not get destroyed necessarily. He was not close to winning, but man, there was a couple of times he did rock Costa a few times. It was a 
crazy fight. It was probably not exciting in the sense of like a very technical fight. Both guys got extremely tired, but it was just fun. And I think I heard John Pollock say on post wrestling that it was a spectacle. You know, it's the best way you could describe it. It was like a spectacle. And it was interesting, man. I rockled and wiping that blood on him at the very end, which was just incredible. It just something that like it really just made a, it was a it was fun. Yeah, one exciting fight, maybe the sloppiest fight I've seen since Dada 5000 and Kimbo Slice, RIP. But it was super exciting. Rockle definitely won me over as a babyface by the end of this fight, you know, with all of this talk about fighter pay beforehand, and then obviously gassing and then showing the heart to say, fuck you, and then punch Costa in the face, and they were talking a bunch of shit rubbing his blood on him you know he was tired like two minutes into the fight though the fact that costa could not finish luke rockhold when he was that tired so tired in fact that he had to bend over and put his hands on his knees in the middle of the fight multiple times that's not a good look for costa for sure and and i actually think if luke had enough conditioning he would have won that fight easily that's not what happened though costa wins an annoying person I can't stand him. <laughs> that was his last fight on his contract. He can kick rocks for all I care. He's never going to be champion, so I'm not sure he can go off and fight Jake Paul or be in yeah. ice cream eating contest with Patty or some shit like that. But <laughs> all the respect to Luke Rockhold for sure. Wasn't the biggest fan of his earlier in his career, but he has won me over at this point. And, you know, good luck in his retirement. I'm sure he'll be fine making, you know, seven figures as a model or whatever. I'm sure he's going to do okay. What's up, Randy? Underrated fights we watched. As far as this past weekend, I wouldn't say there was anything in particular that was underrated that caught my eye. There were some fun fights. You know, nothing comes to mind immediately. Maybe we'll get back to you on a future episode unless you got something i'd say in the that pfl card you know that brennan lock named chris wade fight i don't know if you watched that one but i mean i was excited for that one because you know i'm such a big fan of brennan lock name but it was a very close technical fight both guys did great brennan ended up pulling it out and, you know he's gonna fight his friend Bubba Jenkins, who we talked about last week, for a million dollars. So good on him. Absolutely. Congratulations. Main event. <laughs> Man, this fight really is like bookend. First round, kind of going back and forth a little bit. And Leon Edwards gets a takedown and gets the back of Kamara Usman. This is fun and exciting. Now, I don't think... Usman's never been taken down in the UFC right. before. Right. So, so that was big. That was big. That was fun. And it was like, okay, we got a fight here. But we really didn't have a fight yet. After that round, Usman started to really take control, really started to like dominate. And for the most part, looked like he was going to cruise the decision. And, you know, Leon Edwards' corner is yelling at him in round five. And we're thinking, all right, yeah, to trying to motivate him. But you don't see Edwards as that type of fighter. He's not going out there and he's not going to be reckless. He's not going to do that. And nine times out of ten, when you're in that situation, like you're done. Then. You're probably going to just cruise on to a loss. Except for this time, <laughs> Usman ducks his head, bam, <laughs> he gets head kicked, knocked out with about a minute left, maybe a little less than a minute left. And Leon Edwards, a guy that people were going to talk about, you know, will he be able to come back mentally from this loss? Now he's looking at the biggest fight of his career, a trilogy fight with Mara Usman, possibly in England, possibly in a stadium. Tremendous. Yeah, Leon had a great first round for sure, but I think that takedown hurt Kamaro's ego or his his ego and so he went on to do what I thought he was going to do in the fight and that's where 
Edwards out, and he for sure did. Every time Leon went back to his corner, he looked like he was, you know, he had given up. He was dead. Corner screaming at him every round, which great corner work for sure. I don't know what Jimmy comes out of. I don't know his coach's name, but I'm impressed with them for sure. So as far as the rematch, great on Leon Edwards. For sure, it'll be a huge thing. I would imagine it probably does get done in England. You know, I don't know about a stadium or anything like that, but it, it could be on one of these huge London cards with Patty and Molly and all that. But I would bet money that Usman gets that belt back. I And I know people are saying like, oh, you know, he might be different because he's never been knocked out before. But I think you could tell with how he accepted his loss so graciously. He knows like, oh, I made a mistake but that belt's mine. I'm going to get that back. So that's how I see it going. I bet he dominates Edwards in the next fight for sure. I know Randy just asked if we have a problem with any of these rematches. Well, this rematch is, is necessary. Usman deserves it. Now, I will say this. Personally, you know, if Usman just like went away, like we'd have or went up a weight class or anything, you know what I mean? Like we'd have so many fresh matchups right now. Like Edwards could take on Kobe. You got Shamayev waiting in the wings, you know. He's got so, heat with Masvidal. Masvidal. If Masvidal can get a, Masvidal had to get a win, get back right. on track. But I well, mean. Well, maybe he's Masvidal. It's like the Nate Diaz thing, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Connor, awful. But yeah, I just think that, yeah, Edwards is such a breath of fresh air that I wish Usman didn't have a problem going up to middleweight to fight Stylebender because I'd love to see Usman freshen things up and just take the opportunity to. I've never been a big fan of Usman jumping up to light heavyweight. I think that's such a stretch. Too much. Especially, I mean, look at this. He's getting head kicked by Leon Edwards. I mean, no offense, but I mean, what's going to happen then when you're in there with guys like, you know, John? Let Yuri head You're, kick him like that you yeah, know yeah exactly anyway yeah i it, and it ended up being one of the best ufc pay-per-views all year i'm not gonna say the best we had some real good ones this year but it was definitely ended up being one of the best it was a really good pay-per-view i had hopes for it but i think it exceeded my expectations <laughs> for sure too guys let's get ready for some mma jeopardy we're back we're doing it again all right. Yeah. Hopefully. So I did not pick out this Jeopardy, so I didn't wouldn't know the answers. We had producer Joe pick it out. We're hoping that it's a little bit more relevant as far as time. So fingers Definitely crossed. Different. There, guys. Some different yeah. categories. Yeah. Some different stuff. So. All right. You won last time, Dave. So yeah. we will let you go first. All right. Let's do martial arts stars for 500. Founder of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Man. All right. So it's obviously it's the Gracie family. Oh, uh, God. I can't remember who the original father was, but I'll go with Iran. I think that's how you say it. Iran Gracie. All right. So should I say, if I have a different answer, should I say it so I can try to yeah. steal? Yeah, absolutely. All right. I'm going to say Helio Gracie. Helio. Okay. Helio Gracie. Okay. So I get 500 points. I just listened to an old episode of Joe Rogan where he was talking about Helio Gracie. So I knew that one. Oh, nice, nice, nice. All right. I tried to go. Okay. You stole it. So am I going next? Are you going or? You go again. All right. Let's go martial arts stars for 400. 400. Okay. Ex featherweight and lightweight UFC champion from Ireland. Oh, wow. This is 400, huh? Yeah. Conor McGregor, baby. All day long. All right. Conor McGregor, that's right. All right, 400 for Dave. All right, so I'm going to do BJJ belts for 300. Third belt, purple belt. All right, let's go. All right, 
I'll do BJ belts for a hundred then. <laughs> Let's see if it's a hundred. Oh, first belt. okay. So it is. It's going to be white belt then. Okay, you have your white white belt, right? I do. <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep this one going then. I'll go for 200 BJJ belts. Second belt, I'm going to say blue belt. Correct. All right, Dave, I got 1,000. You have 500. Yeah, I'll go the 500 actually then. <laughs> BJJ belts for 500. Master belt. It's a black belt. Black belt. Red. Oh. Do they mean coral? Because yeah. coral is a belt, right? Yeah, it is. It's like a... Like a red black belt. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Well, I wouldn't have got that right because I also would have said black belt. Right, right, right. I, I wasn't thinking, you know, the step above master, but yeah. Let's do UFC 300. Who is the president of the UFC? I'm going to say Dana White. <laughs> All right. Dana White. You got some points to make up here. Dude, let's go 500 UFC. Who is the UFC heavyweight champion? If you oh, give God. me a heavyweight champion, and we both agree that it's right. I'll give you the points. Well, the UFC heavyweight champion is Francis Nagata. Okay. So when did this come out? Who knows? All right, Stipe, we'll give it to you because I think you would have known that one at that time too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's the only problem with these Jeopardy games is we don't we don't know when this was made, so the time is tough. So I'll go. I want to see what these global martial arts are. So I'm going to do global martial arts for 300. Jean Claude Van Damme. Damn, so I'm supposed to like pick what martial art he does or uh, okay. So is that what it, you think it is? It's global martial arts stars. And no, it just says global martial arts. I'm going to say his martial art that he does is kickboxing. So I don't know, like maybe, maybe it's called Dutch kickboxing or something. Do you have a different guess? Well, let's see. It'd be a little different. Muay Thai. Okay, wow. so kickboxing. So that is what we're doing. Yes. Okay. Let's do Global Stars for 400. Hicks and Gracie. All right, so I assume you have to guess what his yeah. martial art is that he's famous for. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. That, that's right. Okay, all right, Dave, you caught right up to me. Let's do Global Martial Arts for 500. Mr. Miyagi. I know this one. This is karate. <laughs> you got a different answer? No. <laughs> okay, karate. All right. MMA acronyms. 500. 500. Are you going for the big one? UIJJ. I'm glad I didn't pick this one because I don't know the answer to that. I'm just like all over the board between easy and hard. So yeah, all right, I'm going to go international jiu-jitsu. The U unified. How about that? Oh, unified international <laughs> jiu-jitsu. That's a, pretty good guess. Italian Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Federation. Where's the U in that? It's so weird. Whatever. <laughs> All right, that strikes me as a legit 500 point question, though, because that was tough. Wow. I want. I'm gonna stay away from that one. I'm gonna go with UFC 400. <laughs> Name three common martial arts used in the UFC. Well, hopefully, okay. I- I'm gonna say wrestling. Yep. BJJ. Yep. And boxing. Boxing. Absolutely. I, I guess, you know, I'll try to steal, but I mean, you're right. I, I guess I don't, I'll come with one different. All right. So BJJ's got to be there. I'll go with the wrestling and I'll say kickboxing. BJJ, uh, kickboxing, wrestling, boxing, Muay Thai, Sambo. Yeah. So I, so I would have been right. Yeah, you got it. That that was a good question. Lots of answers. They they had all yeah, the, I, like I can't think of any other ones that, w- that aren't on this list, really. You know, unless someone's like, oh, kung fu or some something weird <laughs> yeah. like that right so that, that's a good question oh uh, man i need to get something i'm gonna go stick with mma acronyms for 400 
JKD. Oh I think I know this one. If oh, it's what I'm thinking. Okay. Man, I'm thinking, all right, so it's something. And I only know this from the UFC video game, by the way. Oh, really? Fascinating. Oh, man, I have no idea. I'm going to go uh, just to say something. Junior karate discipline. <laughs> I think that this is from Bruce Lee's discipline, Jeet Kune Do. Okay. Jeet Kune Do. All right, all right let's go. Chevy, you're on fire. This time. I'm, on, I'm on fire. All right. BJJ belts. BJJ belts. Fourth belt. I guess it's going to be the black belt. They got to have the black belt on here. Oh, wait. Hold on. What was that? The third belt wasn't a brown belt. So brown. Right. Third belt was purple. This is brown. So you're going to go with brown? I I also think it's brown. I got to count them on my fingers like a weirdo. But yes, brown. Okay. So that number, that 500 one was a throw off. It was, you know, a hard one too to try to throw you off at that master. All right. So I'm going to go with martial arts stars for 300. The greatest. Okay, I gotta guess if is you that, don't. Is that Ali? I got, I gotta, you know, I gotta go with Ali, right? That's what I would go with, yeah. Okay, yeah, Muhammad yeah. Ali. <laughs> All right, what do you got, Dave? You got some All points right. to make up still. Let's start off easy. UFC 200. When was the UFC found? I think this was on our last Jeopardy that we did. Yeah, I'm, I could be a year off, but I'm gonna go 93. Yeah, I, I believe it was 93. Yep, yep. I remember that because that's when my wife was born. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go with global martial arts for 200. Bruce Lee. Well, we just talked about this, right? This would be Jeet Kundo. That's his yep. martial art. That makes sense. Although I'll tell you what, just to steal, because sometimes these things are effed up, as we know. I'm just gonna go kung fu. <laughs> well, so. I already hit the answer, and there's no answer. So, oh no! <laughs> so we're gonna just skip over that one. I'll go again. So okay. I'll go global martial arts for 100. Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, that's got to be boxing, right? That's that's a 100. Yep. Okay. What do you got, Dave? Go MMA acronyms for 300. BJJ. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That was We're, we're going to probably have some easy ones here. So I'm going to go with UFC 100. What do the letters UFC represent? Ultimate Fighting Championship. Got it, baby. All right. Martial arts stars 200. Chinese-American legend, founder of, G- of JKD. Yeah, that would be Bruce Lee, as we've learned. Yeah, that's right. Whoever made this one's a big fan of Bruce Lee, apparently, huh? All right, I'll go martial arts stars for 100. Star of the film Kickboxer, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Definitely know that one. Okay, I don't think you can win, Dave, but let's yeah. let's, let's see what you got. You got 200. TKD for MMA oh. acronyms. Taekwondo. Taekwondo, that's right. Yeah. I didn't know that one, so... And that will see MMA acronyms, MMA, Mixed yeah. Martial Arts. All right. All right. You avenge that loss. <laughs> yeah. So we're one and one in Jeopardy now, Dave. So yeah. coming. <laughs> feels, feels good. Feels good. We're going to be selling out the UK. <laughs> okay, out. Bunch of crazy bastards for coming. Maybe next time, you know, we'll get a fan or, or a guest on here. And, you know, we can play next time we play. We can get a third person, maybe mix it up a little mm. bit. Absolutely. We'll see. All right. Maybe get Carney Yasada. Maybe we can convince Miss Severuni to come on. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but we'll I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if she wants to be on the camera, but yeah. Carney Yasada would be fun. Need the rematch now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we need a rubber match. Talking about rematches, Randy. We got one, Dave and I. You're gonna have to pay for it, brother. Shay, <laughs> <laughs> before we get out of here, let's see what they got coming up. All right, September third, UFC fight night, Gone versus Tuivasa. That's a three PM Eastern card. The big boys are going to war in Paris. We're looking forward to that one. Then September tenth, 
UFC 279, Kimaya versus Nate Diaz, and Li Jingling versus Tony Ferguson just got added to that card, so we're excited for that one. A couple old school dudes. And then September 17th, UFC Fight Night, Sandhagen versus Yadong. Great Bantamweight matchup. Absolutely, Sandhagen. Sangladong. Man, you just got so many good Bantamweight matchups potentially out there. I think if San or Sangladong, whoever gets that victory, since we don't know what's going to happen with Sterling and Dillashaw yet, I say that's probably a good matchup for Marab next. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think he's going to have to fight down to one of these guys because it's so jammed up up top. Mm-hmm. And those top, top guys, they need to fight each other. Now. Actually, as I say that, you know, if Sean O'Malley ends up beating Peter Peter on or anything like that for some reason, then O'Malley and well, I mean O'Malley's probably gonna get skyrocketed a title shot. Yeah, he's going right to a title shot because the UFC has a boner for him. I say I say if Jan wins like we expect him to, if Sterling wins, which I'm not necessarily that that's a that's not a gimme to me. That one's tossed right. up. Then but maybe Marab fights Jan for sure, because that's a fresh matchup. I think so. And I, I think, too, especially if, if Sterling wins and he wants to go up to featherweight, then fine. Let's have Sterling go up to featherweight and let's have Marab and Peter Jan fight for the vacant Bantamweight title if that happens. Yeah, I think that's a, a good way to go for sure. It's no respect to uh, Sterling, but at this point, stuff like this, and God bless him, it's cool. But at the same time, now I kind of just want to root for Dillashaw a little more because I just I don't want this like him. Like, you know, so many matchups. Let's get it going. I mean, I, I'm a f- fan of Aljo, but I was always going to go for Dillashaw. So. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, to me, it's like, let's keep that. Like, that's why I like Usman. Like, he's won me over over the years. He's impressed me. He's so good. He was on. But, man, like, Edwards winning, that was just like a breath of fresh air. Like, oh, and it's because Usman just beat everybody, and he's beat people yep. now. So it's like, okay. And he also, you know, I mean, lately he's been knocking guys out more, but he on his come up. You know, he was always great. He's always been great, but he's only recently gotten exciting. You know, he was always boring before, just clinching and holding guys up against the cage, taking them down but not doing damage. He's only recently got exciting, so it's a bummer that he lost that way, but you're right. It is a breath of fresh air. It brings a little bit more urgency to his career because, you know, he's definitely near the end. So I, I think in the long run, this could be good for him. It gives him a, a, a real rival other than Colby Covington, who he's clearly better than. So, so yeah, before we get out of here, too, actually, I'll just ask you this question. I'm kind of curious. We have a mutual friend who years ago used to watch MMA, doesn't watch it as much. And he told me a while ago, one of the reasons why he didn't follow it was he got hip to the fact that, you know, that you're going to get behind a star and eventually that star is going to lose. And, you know, the idea is we're just going to pump out, you know, new people. And it can't last forever. And for me, it's just the opposite. As much as I may fall, you know, for somebody and really like their act and really like their fighting skills or whatever the case may be, I'm always excited about the come up. I think that's what keeps me around as a fan. You know, I'd be curious to see what people, you know, like what keeps them into UFC or MMA in general. But for me, I'd be curious about your opinion. This I like the circle of life, so to speak. I like the new guy. I like the fact it's constantly evolving. And we're going to see different people at different times. Yeah, I agree 100%. The come up, like people's ascension to greatness is the best part of the journey. You know, watching people achieve things that other people say they can't do, you know, exceeding expectations. You know, even Connor on his come up, I was a big fan of his come up, you know, and, you know, eventually, 
you know, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain or whatever they say. So I, I agree with you though. I, that is part of what keeps me engaged in the sport is, you know, these stars that they're building, you know, these storylines that happen in this chasing of greatness that we see from these athletes. Leon Edwards was totally off my radar about a year and a half ago, you know, like before, before COVID happened, like I know he was about to get a title shot, but he still wasn't even on my radar. Dan, he was kind of off the radar because he had one on like some, I, they were talking about some underwoman fight night cards, but he was consistent. So he was going to get the fighting, which would have been a big deal at the time. He probably would have become more of a focus. I heard BT sports at the time. It did this really great, you know, story on him, but then COVID happened. He disappeared. Then he just kind of became the guy to me that got shut out. Like, oh, this guy's supposed to go. Okay, now, now. Now, all of a sudden, he comes back. He's in my mind a little bit more because Usman's just destroying people, beating people left and right. Uh, But, you know, come this past Saturday, I wasn't expecting him to win. And as that fight continued on, I was like, okay. So this is kind of what we thought would happen. And then, boom, one head kick later, now this guy has got a bunch of interest. And it's a great story. Like he's he's a star now to a certain level, you know, and he's gonna get a big payday fight. And to me, that's like one of the really cool things about this sport is that people can literally fight their way out of like some horrible predicament they might have been into and make a happy ending for themselves. Right. Greatest sport in the world for sure. Yeah, I think so. All right. Thanks guys for tuning in. We'll be back next week. And don't worry, MMA Jeopardy will be back. But until next time. It's Rooney. We'll see you at the fights. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's WorkingFansWrestlingPod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, WorkingFansWrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.com. FM, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 